You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Quick tempo and picked off at the one-yard line. That is Watson out in front. Sneed to protect them as well. All the way for the touchdown. Herbert, look out. Fires, and that's caught. And once again, it's Everett. So under pressure, darting and dancing and stepping up in the pocket, and down he goes, and Herbert needs some help in getting up. Look out. Holding his ribcage, and uh-oh. More magic on fourth down. Yes! Joshua Palmer. <laughs> Herbert is unbelievable. Welcome on in, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday. A ton to get to today. We'll run through every NFL Week 2 game. We'll talk some college with Pam Maldonado, Survivor, contest picks, and, of course, player props today. But we start with reacting to last night, Chiefs 27, Chargers 24. You heard the call there by Al Michaels. We'll get to the Amazon broadcast, our first one. Uh, Michaels with the call along with Kirk Herbstreet. The touchdown to cover late. Herbert to Palmer hit a prop for the show. We had a lot of those props yesterday. The Jordan Palmer touchdown given out by Aaron. But the game was about a cover. Chargers plus the three and a half, Joe. They come back to make that look better than it was. Because that game ended. I mean, that game was over with about four minutes to go. Uh, In terms of who was going to win the game, you felt pretty good it was going to be the Chiefs. But as far as the side... Well, that belongs to the Chargers. And the under hit, we said it. I mean, Thursday night games with totals of 54 and a half or higher around that, they don't hit. So this went under with the total and the Chargers cover the number. What'd you think? All right, I don't hear Joe. So Aaron, what'd you think? (laughs) I mean, I thought it was really cool to have a rookie, Jalen Watson, steal the show with that yeah. pick six. And he was saying after the game, he woke up, he knew he was going to make a big play. I just love that story. But I thought the Chargers were pretty lucky to get that cover, um, especially with the Justin Herbert injury. I mean, he was struggling. What a gutsy effort by him. Kind of reminded me of Max Scherzer. I- I'm guessing he didn't want to come out of the game and he wanted to continue to play. But I was kind of thinking, like, what is Staley doing? Maybe you need to protect him a little bit more. I wasn't sure if he should keep playing little risky there but um hopefully we have joe o back now we couldn't hear you before what's up buddy yeah i mean he was injured and i'm sure there were shades of i don't know mike shanahan for you in washington keeping rg3 out there um, Yes, but yeah but then he then he threw some dimes when it looked like he should not have been on the field so maybe they made the right choice i guess we'll find out uh maybe they were thinking we have extra time to get ready before the next game we'll get uh more clarity on that situation later on and you're right joe g about the under that sort of trend divisional game short week it hits but i think there's context with that total with that under i mean both head coaches were so conservative and the under just barely hit I actually said at one point on the show yesterday, I said, you know, with these two teams, 
they could score 17 points in the first half, which they did, and the under could still hit, which it almost did. I mean, that's how explosive the, these offenses are. Um, the one Kansas City defensive score, it was right when it looked like the Chargers were about to score a touchdown. So it looked like you were going to get a touchdown either way. But what happened to Brandon Staley? What happened to the aggressiveness? Gone completely. This guy going for kicks? This guy saying, I'm not going to go for it midfield against Pat Mahomes on fourth and two. You've got Andy Reid taking field goals from the one. And, so, and the under just barely hits. And there was a move down right before the game. Uh, I think it came down all the way to 52 and a half in some spots when it was 54 Ooh. all week. So, yeah, it just barely, barely got in there. But look how conservative both coaches had to be. Is, is this a one-off? Is this Brandon Staley saying to people, see, this is what happens. You've got to be able to go for it. You've got to be aggressive against Pat Mahomes. I was more conservative, and we still lost. So I'm going to do it my way. Or I, I was kind of thinking internally, did somebody in the organization get to him? Like, dude, you've got to – come on, man. you got to go with the rest of the league a little bit here. We're, we're going a little bit too far. I hope not. I, I hope that's not what we're going to see moving forward from the Chargers because that would change my approach to how I bet that team for sure. I was thinking the same thing. Like, was Brandon Staley on Twitter? Like, what is going on? He completely changed his approach. And maybe this is an overreaction, but I don't know if he's that good. Like, could he be in the conversation for first coach fired? Because Whoa. Was, it, I, I mean, I just think that... He, to go to go from one extreme to the other like he completely yeah. got away from what he was doing yeah. last year like what are you what are I, I don't know i just found it head scratching and then to to leave herbert in the game too i do think he deserves some criticism so uh, here's what i was thinking watching that cuz i mean it, it was night and day right compared to the way he coached last year i wonder if last year was more about how bad his defense was and he knew it and he just was like, I, I can't trust these guys. I can't get a stop, so I got to leave my offense on the field. Now, he has a way better defense now. Those guys are making plays. I mean, Bosa and Mack are going to be a problem for the league. Asante yep. Samuel Jr. is everywhere. He just couldn't catch the ball last night, but he can make plays too. But here's my problem with last night, like when he plays the Chiefs, the Bills. is Aren't those the games you need the points? Like, they were playing well last night defensively. And still hmm. Mahomes got to 27. Like, I actually think if Staley coaches the way he did last night, for you know, 13 or 14 of the games this year, they're going to win them. Like His offense is going to do enough. His defense is going to be good enough, and they'll win them. But if you're going to beat the Chiefs, you have to – that was my problem last night. It, was, it didn't fit the situation. You have to score in the 30s to beat the Chiefs. So that, that was the weird part, Paul, last night with, with Staley. Not so much that he trusts his defense more. He should. He's got good defenders now. It's just like how do you beat the Chiefs that way? I think it's a combination of everything we've talked about. I think there is a – Better, definitely a non-zero, maybe better than 50% chance that Spanos, the owner of the Chargers, had a don't embarrass the family talk with him during the offseason. And, like, I, I absolutely think that's definitely the case. And I, I hope, I hope part of last night was fine. Yeah, look, that's I had the same exact thought, Joe. This is what happens. You don't beat the Chiefs like this. Because, Joe G, what you were just saying – you like you're not playing for the 10-7 or the 17-10. You're not playing in the moment. Yeah. You got to play like that's why you're aggressive. You got to play for the end game cuz you know the Chiefs are going to have a run like that at some point. Mm -hmm. So, we all know I, I agree with you Joe too like 
totally changes the opinion on the Chargers. I think I think we've hit every point of like you can play like that for most of the season and have a good amount of success. You don't have to do what you did against the Raiders or like go for it in your own end against I don't know the Jets or whoever. I you know right. I don't know who exact. I don't have the exact games that they did it last year, but we all saw it right. But against the Chiefs, yes, we've seen Harbaugh do this too against the Chiefs. Like that is how you have to play to beat the Chiefs. So I, I hope there's a little bit of a after the fact, and we'll see. I mean, who knows what's up with Herbert at this point? You're not doing that with Chase yeah. Daniel, but be like, hey, you want to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs? Maybe he saves it. Maybe he saves that for the next time, like for the big game down mm-hmm. the stretch, for the playoffs, something like that. But I hope he's not totally broken. And I, I mean, the comparison I was making with someone on Twitter was, you know, Nagy, like the double doink broke him. I don't know if he was a good coach. Yeah, double doink absolutely broke him. Like, did did the Raiders game break Brandon Staley? I really hope not. People forget that how how aggressive and the Santa Slay, like all the plays, the innovative plays that Nagy brought when he went twelve and four in the regular season. I think you're right. The, the double doink did break him. Uh, good point on Chargers winning most of those games. And if you look at the schedule preseason, we talked about there are certain spots with teams when you can buy low. I'd have to see if we have an updated win total or anything. We need some clarity on Herbert's status. But coming up, the Chargers should win all these games. All of them. Jacksonville, Houston, Cleveland, Denver, Seattle, Atlanta. There's a world where they're seven and one. Sure. And and on the good note of the Chargers last night, they held the Chiefs at 319 yards. They held them to 15 first downs. And if not for a pick six... They probably win the game, right? Or they're there at the end. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's they probably walk away saying we could beat them, like we can beat that team, Aaron. I, I'm sure the Chargers feel like they can beat the Chiefs. Just last night, they they couldn't do it. I think they probably should have beat the Chiefs last night. But I also my thoughts uh, after the game were, you know, Herbert Staley, great, but you're not reading Mahomes. You're just not there yet. You know, I mean, they're just too good those two together, and it showed last night. They, they, and the funny thing is, we're having this conversation after they go four for four on fourth down. They end up going four for four. Well, <laughs> the, the other thing is they had 16 third downs, too. Their offense wasn't as good as it should be on first and second, right? It created more of these for Staley. Like, if they're, if they're more efficient on first and second, maybe we're not having these discussions today, right? They're moving the football right. big plays down the field. Um, quickly here on Mahomes, because he was the winning quarterback last night. We're up to, what, seven touchdowns, no picks to start this season? It's only the second time in NFL history a quarterback has started 7-0 with two wins through two games. It was uh, Lamar. Actually, Patrick did it once, and Lamar did it once. And obviously, this in the last couple of years. I mean, this, is, this guy's unbelievable. But if you bet over two and a half touchdowns, that was a loser. It was. I know, and I did. <laughs> Boo! Yes, uh, it was a loser. Yeah, I mean, like 27. 27 or less, if you keep that KC offense to that, you're, you're going to be uh, – that's kind of the goal going in. And I forget if we mentioned this off the air or uh, during the show yesterday, but and, and I think yesterday proved maybe it's a sign of things to come with the Chiefs offense. Now, they were held down – uh, yesterday more than it's going to be the case in most games. But I just wonder if betting overs, trying to find that Chiefs receiver that's going to get the volume, is just kind of like whack-a-mole. It's going to be somebody yeah. else every game, and you're just not going to have that one person that has extreme amount of value, volume. Ten different receivers caught passes from Mahomes yesterday. 
and only one had five or more targets. It was Travis Kelsey. He finished with five catches, 51 yards. The only player on the field to get at least five targets from Mahomes. I wonder if the play is just over on the lowest of the totals, like go over on the low totals and go under on the highest Mm -hmm. ones. I wonder if that's a way to thread the needle because Kelsey was the highest yesterday. He went under, right? Hardman was the low total. He went over, but just like, because on one catch, basically, like a 30-yard catch. It's it's going to be hard, Aaron, to bet their props. I was just going to say that. No, thank you. I'm going to mm-hmm. stay away from Chiefs props from now on. Did anybody have Xander Horvath? First touchdown, 70-1. to one. Ryan Horvath? <laughs> okay. I kept no. thinking of Horvy too. I'm like, their names Everybody are too did. similar. Yeah. You know, if he didn't bet that, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> They're having yeah, fun on BetMGM tonight, screaming at stuff. If if I see somebody with the name that's almost Ostrowski, I'm betting on him every time. Forget yeah, about that it. Is, were, that's an what was the college bet. basketball player that was Joe Ostrowski? Like, I was trying oh, yeah. to find lines on that guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, our last thing on this game, the Herbert situation. Um, he looked in a lot of pain. Now, it was weird because he had the one play in, op- in the open field where he just – he couldn't throw the ball away. Remember that? He, he, he had a chance to run yep. and slide, mm-hmm. and he just, like, like shot like shot put the ball out of bounds. So he just didn't want to be anywhere mm-hmm. near. Then the next play, he uncorks a 40-yarder on a dime with velocity. I, I, is mm-hmm. Now, I wonder if he's got some sort of different kind of issue. A rib, a lung, like, that's the part where you start to worry, like, they left him in the game. Like, he looked like he was in pain. Yet, when he did wind up, Joe, he could put, still put velocity behind it. I know. I know. And so we were confused about where it was going to go. So the Palmer stuff, I think if you bet a lot of those totals, they were losers. But if you bet touchdown like Aaron did, that was a winner. Uh, How about Mike Williams? Don't, don't, I hope you didn't sit him in fantasy last night because you were mad about the goose egg or one point he got you in week number one. He was He owns the Chiefs. He owns the Chiefs. that, That was the hype that we were hearing about all season with Mike Williams. Eight. 113 and a touchdown. Gerald Every had 10 targets. Eckler had 10 targets. So we were wondering, okay, where's Herbert going to go with, without Keenan Allen? The answer's everywhere. <laughs> they all got involved. The other thing about Staley and his staff, um, Gerald Everett wanted off the field on that play that led to the pick six. Like, mm-hmm. so you're leaving Herbert out there. You're leaving Gerald Everett out there. Ugh, I don't know. I think they're going to have to take a look at themselves and, it's funny. and figure out what to do moving forward. We talked all offseason about the AFC West, right? How good of a division it is. There's one coach that is well above everybody else, and it's not even close. It's Andy mm-hmm. Reid. Like, we yeah. have questions about all oh, these yeah. other coaches. I mean, it's like yeah. like they're all good teams. They're all, they're all pretty good teams with, with really good quarterbacks. But the coaching situation is just so sound in one. And the other ones, there's question marks. There, there are certainly question marks. Chiefs win. They're off to a 2-0 start. We'll see about Herbert. I mean, I already kind of penciled the Chargers into a survivor next week. Extra rest. Ooh. Jaguars oh, wow. at home. Oh, if man. Herbert is hurt, it throws the whole thing off. But but if Herbert plays, that's a great spot, though, if Herbert plays. Coming off this loss with extra rest. Good point on the coaches. I don't know two. I know four right now. I don't know two. I don't know three. I don't know how the rest shakes out. Uh, The trend we mentioned yesterday, it did end up hitting. Road teams in this series, uh, now 14-4-1 ATS last 19 matchups. 
Yeah, we'll remember that for the next one. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck QL Daily on the other side. We start diving into week two in the NFL. Our thoughts on every game, including a lot of injuries with Bucks Saints. That's next on the Beck QL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.